And I knew I had more in me. I looked at myself and I said, all right, I built up my identity being this person to all my friends from home, all my friends on the internet, but that's not who I am. So I said to myself, I'm going to do this a hundred times. And if I don't like it after a hundred times, then I can quit. Hello and welcome back to Indie Bites, the podcast where I bring you stories from fellow indie hackers in 15 minutes or less. Today, I'm joined by Danny Miranda, who's the host of the Danny Miranda podcast, which has rapidly grown to over 50,000 downloads in less than six months. He publishes three times a week and has had some awesome guests, including Harry Dry, Gary V, and David Perrow. Danny is a walking case study of shooting your shot, making your own luck, and having laser focus on one single thing. But this episode isn't going to be about podcasting specifically for you indie hackers out there. We're going to talk about how consistency, compounding and execution can lead you to making progress in your personal projects or entrepreneurial ventures. I think you're all going to be inspired by Danny's story. A quick thank you to the sponsor of this week's episode, Churnkey. The founders of Churnkey know exactly how much of a challenge churn can be, having collectively grown three SaaS companies to over $4 million in ARR. They've had plenty of time to figure out how to approach churn, and they realized the relationship with the customer doesn't stop with the cancel button. So they built Churnkey, which reduces churn by up to 42% with custom cancellation flows. For every customer who clicks cancel, Churnkey offers up dynamic offers that encourage customers to stay subscribed. Just connect Stripe and plug in a small bit of code and in minutes you'll be reducing churn by immediately unlocking subscription pauses, dynamic offers and cancellation insights. Visit churnkey.co to start your free trial. Also, if you didn't know already, you can sign up for the IndieBytes membership to get ad-free and extended episodes for just £4 a month. Head to IndieBytes.co slash membership. Let's get into this episode. Danny, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, man? James, thank you for having me. I'm incredible and that intro is even better. Yeah, you pumped up from that intro. I'm ready to run through a brick wall, baby. As quick as you can, because this is a short podcast. What's your background? Who the hell is Danny Miranda? And how did you get to doing this insane podcast three times a week? Yeah, so quickly, I am a 25-year-old who has started and failed a bunch of different things in my life. I've tried businesses of all different types. And I figured out that I really enjoyed talking to people. And so I figured, why not do that as much as I can? That's how the podcast came to be. And that's a little bit of who I am. Take, take me back a couple of years ago when you were living in San Diego, you were doing drop shipping. You were trying to figure out where you wanted to be and what you wanted to do. I lived in San Diego for a bit and I was drop shipping and just trying to find myself in some way and trying to find out who I really was as a person. Drop shipping was a way for me to explore. It was a way for me to make some money and live away from my parents' house, but it really wasn't who I was at the core. So I stopped doing it because I realized that what I was doing didn't align with my soul. I figured out Facebook ads and media buying, but I didn't feel a connection to the people I was selling the product to. And I knew I had more in me. I didn't know what that was, but I just felt in my soul that this wasn't it. So I looked at myself and I said, all right, I built up my identity being this person to all my friends from home, all my friends on the internet, but that's not who I am. And that was a really hard thing for me to do. And I eventually stopped because of that. So how did you come to start in the pod? I started the pod for three reasons. One was that I, I'd read all these books. And so I was like, man, I would love to talk to some of these people, these authors. And another reason was that three different friends told me you should start a podcast. And I was like, listen, everyone's got a pod. What does the world need one more pod? And so it was in the back of my head for that. And then the third one was I put out on Twitter, hey, who wants to talk on the phone? And 
people responded and we had great phone conversations, like just random people, me and this random person on Twitter. And I was like, man, I would love to record that. Why isn't that recorded? And so I recorded it and that turned into the podcast basically. So many people think about this with podcasting that they have the attitude that there's so many out there. Same sort of thing when people are starting a new business in a particularly crowded niche or starting a YouTube channel or starting to grow their Twitter. They'll go, oh, everyone's doing it. How am I going to stand out? What got you past that idea of, oh, there's so many podcasts out there? And what did you do to try and make yours a bit different to stand out? I said to myself, I'm going to do this a hundred times. And if I don't like it after a hundred times, then I can quit. But I can't stop before doing it a hundred times because that's not a fair shot at it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a huge advocate for podcasting. I have been for a while. The, the biggest benefit for me and I guess for you as well is the people you have access to talking to through the podcast. It's a vehicle yeah. for you to start these conversations, have these conversations with the people you look up to. You said you were reading books from authors and you wanted to speak to them. I'm the same with indie hackers. I see them building cool stuff. And now I have this podcast and a really cool excuse to talk to people. And um, aside from sort of the, the networking, meeting people, speaking to people, has there been any other surprise and benefits to starting the podcast for you? I've gotten much better at asking questions and speaking. I didn't think that I was bad before and I don't think I'm amazing now, but I noticed a huge improvement in my ability to speak and communicate an idea. And I didn't expect that. I had no idea that would be a, a byproduct, but it, to some it might be obvious, but to me it wasn't. Been trying to get better at speaking, asking questions. I, I still struggle a little bit, which is why I like editing and trying to get my thoughts together. But the more I do it, the easier I find it. It pushes me outside of my comfort zone a little bit to ask these questions, to have these conversations with people in a bit more of a formal sense. What's your ambition, Danny? Where, where do you want to be? See, I work my ass off and put out three podcasts a week and try to make them as good as possible because I want to be the number one podcast in the world. And you don't get to be the number one podcast in the world if you are just doing it whenever you feel like it and just lazy about how you're going about your interviews and everything like that. You get to that point by putting in the work and who knows if I end up getting to that point, but it's the journey of trying to achieve that, that really fires me up. and makes me want to wake up every morning that just inspires the hell out of me. I've said this before when I've chatted to you previously, I'm super impressed with you uploading three episodes a week, but this comes from having laser focus, commitment, and being consistent with uploading. How are you pushing yourself to have one that focus and that consistency to be uploading three times every week, not missing a day? It has been instilled in me through two things. One is 75 hard, where you have to do the workouts, you have to do the program, whether you feel like it or not, for 75 straight days. And that rewired me as someone who is a finisher, who is consistent, who is capable of doing the things that they said they're gonna do, even if they don't feel like it in the moment. That's one. And the other is meditation. When you sit and meditate and come at peace with yourself for X period of time, you realize that the process is the fun and that uploading the episodes is the win. And when the process is the win and you're uploading just because that is winning itself, then it's okay, no one can stop me from winning. The winning isn't about the amount of downloads. The winning isn't about how many people mention me on Twitter or how many people follow me. The winning is what I personally do. Danny, man, I have this problem where I, I cannot stay focused on things. I context switch all the time. I have so many projects going on. I start them. I don't finish them. Whenever I think of a new project, I just buy the domain and start it. So <laughs> how are you keeping that focus? And any other ideas you have, are you writing them down and storing them away for later? I think that 
just because I have an idea doesn't mean that I'm going to actually do it. I recognize that thought and say, oh, that's a path that I could go down, but I don't necessarily have to go down that. And dude, I've been there. Like I started probably 10 different businesses from the time when I was 13 to the time when I was 23 and maybe more, honestly, it's just because I was just getting a thought thinking that's the best idea ever, which it was in that moment and going down that path. And I'm happy for all those experiences. They taught me a lot. But what I realized is like, I wasn't aware of those thoughts. I was just acting whenever I had one. So it's Mm -hmm. a very troubling and tricky place to be if you're not aware of your thoughts and willing to go down whatever rabbit hole you want for any set amount of time. And then the other thing is setting internal goals, right? If I said to myself, I'm going to just start this podcast and see what happens. That's a lot different than saying, I'm going to start this podcast and record 100 episodes. Well, striving to publish three times a week. There's no one telling you to do it. For people, maybe like myself, that struggle with that internal motivation to make sure that every Wednesday I publish an episode of Indie Bites, what can I do to be more motivated and to hold myself more accountable to staying consistent? I think accountability is so huge and so underrated. When I did 75 Hard, I did it with... I said to my friend, this is what I'm doing. And I was on day one of the 75 day program. And he then says, okay, I want to do it too. How about we text each other at the end of every day? That simple fact of texting him at the end of every day kept me motivated on day 37 when I didn't want to do the program. And because of that, I finished the program and was a different person at the end of it. I didn't believe in myself that I was someone who was consistent when I started the program. By the end of it, I was. I was accountable to myself. So when you are in that position of really not doing what you say you're gonna do or not feeling like you can, you need to use someone who has done what you wanna do as accountability. You need to look at them and keep them updated on your progress. I think that's a huge way to keep yourself on track and change who you are as a person. And you've mentioned 75 hearts a few times, but. Briefly, tell me what it is and why you attribute so much of your mindset shift to this program. Yeah, for sure. So 75 Hard is a program created by Andy Frisella. Basically, you do these five things every day. You, one, take a progress picture of yourself. Two, you do two 45-minute workouts a day. One of them has to be outside. Three is you drink a gallon of water every day. Four is you read 10 pages of a nonfiction or self-help book. And five is you follow a diet of some sort. You do it consistently for 75 days. If you mess up any one of those for any reason on day 74 or day two, you have to restart back to day one. And it changed my life because it changed my mindset. When I was doing dropshipping, I was a short-term thinker. How much money can I make this week? How much money can I make tomorrow? What's the quickest way I could get my dopamine fix? When I did this program, I became a long-term thinker. I became someone who really was just more about, okay, the work that I'm doing now is going to help me in 2021. And so I did that program at the end of 2019. I'm still benefiting from it in 2021 because I've done it again and I've updated and I've realized that mental toughness is something you have to earn every single day. What about people that would say, oh, who the fuck is this guy? Like doing this program, it seems all a bit extreme, doesn't it? Why can't I just live my life and cruise along? You absolutely can. I'm not telling you you have to do this program. The program isn't for everyone. I just said to myself, wow, like I would like to be the type of person who completes this program, but I'm not capable of doing that at this moment. So let me try to do it. And it's not for everyone. It was for me and it helped me tremendously, but it's not for everyone. Summed up pretty well, I reckon. 
And Danny, when we had our first chat last week and throughout the week, I looked at your situation thinking, he's making this fantastic pod, but how the hell is he making money? How's he putting food <laughs> on the table? And I go, yeah, Danny, you're doing great stuff, man, but how are you going to survive long term with, with doing this pod? It was all influenced by learning about Tim Ferriss's approach. And perhaps this was my first mistake comparing myself to Tim Ferriss before I'd even <laughs> started a podcast. <laughs> I read an article that he wrote in 2016 about how important it was for him at least to build leverage before he actually monetized his brand and monetized his podcast. And I said, you know what? That's a really good idea. But then I realized after six months of doing it that it's not really practical to get to Tim Ferriss's level or get to an increased level without monetizing. And I thought it would be disrespectful of my audience. But what I found is that like the right offer, the right brand to partner with can actually be something that's helpful to not only the audience, but also myself. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, it's a noble thought and I, I love what you're doing. I love the idea of it, of providing value and generating that leverage. But I think you've done that pretty well already. But I also think that if you're providing this value to your listeners and they're getting all of this content for free, as podcasting is, you need to sustain yourself. You need it to be sustainable. And if you can partner with brands that, that you believe in and can help your audience in some way, I think it's a, a win-win to, to get sponsors. And I also think memberships can help with that as well. But you, uh, you took action, right? After I ridiculed you for it. <laughs> yeah, last week you said, oh, come on, Danny, make some money. And coincidentally, Harry Dry, who is an incredible guy. We both had him on our podcast. He reached out to me and was like, dude, you got to be making some money. And I was like, yeah, that's you're right. And so Marketing Examples is the first sponsor of the Danny Miranda podcast. Dude, love to hear it. Anyway, Danny, this has been a fantastic conversation. I finish off every episode with three recommendations, uh, a book, a podcast, or an, and an indie hacker, an entrepreneur, people should follow. Book has got to be Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It by Kamal Ravikant. Podcast, I'm going to go with Modern Wisdom by Chris Williamson. Start with Mental Models with George McGill. And what was the third one? Uh, entrepreneur, indie hacker, someone building something cool that, that people should follow. Steph Smith is awesome. Mm. I interviewed her and I love everything she's doing. She's an incredible writer. She's a coder. She's a maker. I don't know all these words you guys use in the indie hacker community, <laughs> but she's all of them and she's amazing. And I highly recommend her. Well, Danny, man, you, you've been an awesome guest. I, I knew this was going to be a good conversation. I'll, I'll leave links to everything discussed, your recommendations and your podcast in the show notes so people can check it out. Thank you, my man. Thank you for your thoughtful questions and the great conversation. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Indie Bites. You know, I'd really appreciate it if you went to IndieBytes.co slash membership to have a look at the membership where, as I said earlier, you can get ad-free episodes and extended conversations if you'd like longer versions of these chats. It would mean a bunch to me if you could help support another indie hacker and help me towards my goal of leaving my job at the end of this year. And hopefully I will see you in the next episode. 